Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Black Opinions, Battle Motherfucker. I am Amin El Hassan. That is Black Trey. That is Jay Skills. That is Big Jerv. Juju Gotti will be joining us in just a second. We got a great show for y'all. I mean, basically, the Drew Holiday deal happened. So uh, that's what everybody around the world is talking about. Guess what? It happened before we started recording. So we get to be on time for once. Rather talk about sports a week late, we're talking about it as it happens. So shout out to all that. We're going to update you guys on the Fantasy Football League rankings. Uh, we're going to talk about how do you handle the good morning text. It's a very diverse array of opinions. You don't want to miss this. And, you know, uh, you'll learn something, I think. But first. Patreon.com slash count the dings is a website where you go become a Patreon. You get access to all the extra content. I'm going to just say this right now. I always say, oh, you have 
the watch alongs that we do for Cinephobe, the Cinephobe special edition episodes that we've done over the over the years and the Discord and, and all this stuff. But man, let me tell you right now, at some point coming up here in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have ourselves one hell of an OG podcast episode that's going to be for our Patreons. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be uplifting. It's going to be positive. If you've been a longtime fan of this show and all of our shows, you don't want to miss it. So definitely stay locked in. Become a Patreon today because you don't want to miss it when it drops. All right. Uh, I guess this is the show started. Before we get off the pod, I really want to we talk about We're not getting off the pod, too, because I got to say some shit. Go ahead. I want to talk about the Tupac <laughs> shit. I feel like we got to address this. Yes. Like, as a Black Opinion show, this is some nigga shit to the highest yep. level of niggatry. <laughs> like, Indeed. Yeah. So, this man, Keith D, has Keefy, been- Keefy D. Keefy D has mm-hmm. been going on Vlad TV, other various- documentaries and interviews for well over a decade talking about he was in the car with baby lane orlando anderson when tupac was murdered telling anybody who will listen and record and he got arrested for the for the murder of tupac this week uh he has implicated sean p diddy combs as the guy who ordered the hit and Things are getting interesting. There's no statute of limitations on you uh, being a party to a murder. Yeah, like yeah, you can't. That's, <laughs> just, just so everybody knows. <laughs> like, I learned that from the wire. In my yeah, like so now, there's no seven years. Exactly. Not no seven years, no ten years. Yeah, I don't I don't know what type of I don't know who advised that nigga just told him he was good. He but, is an idiot. He is an idiot. No, listen, that nigga, I don't know what he was thinking. I had secondhand embarrassment from nigga being from Compton. I'm just like, bro, what did you think was gonna happen, bro? You got a book out, you done did plenty, and niggas mad at Vlad. I'm not even mad at Vlad, because you don't have to answer the question, nigga. You don't. You go on Why interview. do people continue to answer the question though with him? Because like, they is don't... it something? No, nah, it's just street fame, bro. Niggas want to be popular. They see they cell phone camera and they want to do it. Keep going there when they and Vlad pay him though. That's the thing. The okay. reason why niggas go on, you get paid on Vlad's interviews, right? But at the end of the day, you don't have to answer the question. You've seen Pee Wee Longway do this shit perfectly. He put a master class of how to do a Vlad interview. Vlad didn't never bring him back after that, but it was still a classic interview. But this nigga went on not once, not twice, couple times tripling down on his story. They gonna sh- when they had that trial. Play. That's an open. That's an open and shut case, bro. You just already play. Gave a deposition. Like and the you- other three niggas that was in that car, they're dead and gone. They've been gone for roughly twenty years, nigga. You could have let this lie. You could have just let niggas who really know happen happen. You just could have been scot free. You are not smart. That's low IQ. That is low IQ. Super low I seen, IQ. I seen one meme say they found the killer, the suspect, murder suspect for Tupac, and the Clippers still haven't won a championship. That was rude. Yeah. That was yeah. fucking rude. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. 
ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. ButcherBox takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not gonna find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Um, before we get out of here, I wanted to get a little personal. I wanted to open up a little bit. I got, well, I ain't technically, I guess in certain terms, let's talk about layoffs, right? I mm. announced my, uh, the end of my contract with the athletic. Shout out to the athletic. Right. I had four great years, started in 2019, was thinking I would have my fifth year, then went in a different direction. Still shout outs to them, support them, do what you do. But I cannot pretend and act like everything is gravy that would be inhuman and not realistic i've had tons of emotions because basketball season is starting up and i want to talk about basketball really bad i get to talk about basketball with y'all but just to a very analyst and access way so mm -hmm. um how have you handled a layoff in in the past uh has anyone mm -hmm. i i it's happened a couple times for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, nigga, do you want to? Nigga just said, nigga chimed in and was like, uh, I mean, I, I just, Jello boy, not, there's nothing. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Like, when it happens, it just be like, like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, not fuck them. Like, it's whatever. Like, you know what I mean? It makes sense. But, like, fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to be all right. I know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm nice. I think that's easier said than done, though, Jerv, to be honest. Because, right. like, in the particular moment, if somebody asks, hey, I'm just checking on you, how are you doing? Most niggas be like, I'm good, I'm straight, blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's not how I want to present this. I recently just wrote a short film about fucking um, uh, layoffs and black people and, and therapy, right? The connection in that. And in movies and however we've seen it, if I asked anybody, we've I guess we've all on this panel have been laid off before. And it's always, it is true. You do get back on your feet, but there's a time frame. Sometimes there's a lot of time where you're like, nigga, that shit didn't happen as soon as I thought it would. Right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Trey, I'm, I, so I'll, I'll give it like my experience because 
don't know how everybody else deal with it, but that shit is not the shit to me. Like I didn't, I never even wanted to have a regular job. You know what I'm saying? I was a director. I was doing my shit for years before I even had a regular job. I had my first job at like 26. And so, yeah, when I got laid off, like the multiple times, nigga, I'm, I'm the spiral nigga. Like I'm hot at the employer. I'm hot at the coworkers. I'm like, fuck everybody. Fuck them. I hope that place <laughs> rots. You know what I'm saying? And in one instance, that shit did get tore down. Like that shit don't exist no more. And it was a big ass company. Um, yeah. I don't want to see them motherfuckers in the grocery store. Fuck you. Fuck you. And uh, and then niggas be taking like seven. Scarface. They like yeah. Scarface and goddamn how not how I uh, yeah. have big yeah. have big exactly. And then yeah. they, and then then I be taking the severance and just doing too much, buying shoes, traveling, just <laughs> like just then and they, like you know what I'm saying. I spiral. That's like seven. I'm not even gonna yeah. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like you know what I'm saying. I get that few, them few bands or whatever that they got for a nigga, and I just be like, yeah, I'm about to live it up. Like fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I don't even be immediately looking for another job. I'd be like, man, fuck that shit. I'm going to do this, this, and that. And like, yeah, like getting laid off just is a mentally, it's not a great thing for me personally. So I don't even think I'm going to have a regular job again, basically just off of that. Cause it's like, I don't want an opportunity for a nigga to fire me. Like, fuck that nigga. That was just too traumatic. Let me, yeah. let, let, let me, let me clarify. I didn't, I meant for myself at this point, as many different ways and as many different times as this fucking happened at this point, it's just like, I'm so fucking used to it. I mean, I, I like any way that you can possibly imagine it happening. I've had, I've had, you know, I'm pause. Hey, yo. Oh my God. Yo, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That might be the pause of the year, bro. <laughs> yeah. On the pod. That was crazy. crazy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I mean, how um since we since we I'm, both were in media and you yeah. you know you left uh ESPN, how yeah, was that process for you? I'm lucky in that every time I left somewhere, like I was already done with it anyway, right? So like mm -hmm. ESPN, I left with like eight months left on my deal. Uh, and I didn't know what was going to happen next. I was like, oh, we'll see what happens. Shit just has a way of working out. When I left the Suns was probably the time with the most uncertainty. Uh, but again, like I was like every time I was, I was sick of them niggas and they were sick of me. So it was just like it wasn't like I wasn't it wasn't a shock or whatever, but I didn't have anything lined up afterwards. And I had started early. I'd started probably my, my contract ended in June of 2012, June 30th, 2012. And I want to say in like February, I was out here like calling people. So more, maybe even earlier than that, maybe it was January because I remember one of one of the things that I thought was going to be my off-ramp was my alma mater, the high school I graduated from, was hiring an athletic director. And I was like, boom, this is perfect. Like, I'll move back to New York. It's a really good school. I'll put my kid in that school. And, like, you know, I I, I wrote it. You know, when I applied, I said, look, man, I'm, I know what these jobs are about for schools. Like, it's about fundraising. I said, I got you. I'll get you Steve Nash autograph shit. Shaq, Grant Hill, like I'll fundraise. I'll have these people show up when they in town. Like I, I was like, I was, I was pushing hard, and I was like, yo, I'm an alum of this school, and I think it would be perfect. Like you know, it's full circle for me to come and give back. And this school has done so much for me. And mind you, I hated this school. I couldn't fucking stand it. I haven't been back since I left. 
but like I bullshitted every fucking thing about like this is full and you know to have my child go to the same school that I went to would be such an honor, blah blah blah. And then like I didn't get called in for an in-person interview. Nigga, I was so angry. That was spiraling. I was like, man, fuck y'all. And then, <laughs> I shit it all over that shit. But um, yeah, man, like I, I don't for me, I'm big on like just making sure. First of all, whatever job you're doing, behaving as though you're not going to have this job forever. Yeah. Like that, my my whole life is just like, this shit is going to end at some point. When it yeah. ends, what am I walking away with? Mm-hmm. Like knowledge, connections, whatever it is. The cash register, no. Uh, <laughs> like, what can I walk away from this that's going to set me up for my next my next act, right? And so for me, leaving ESPN, for example, even though I left, I didn't get laid off, but it was like, I got everything I wanted. Like, I, I, I could say, oh, man, they didn't do shit for me. But that's not true, man. Like, I wouldn't be where I was today if I wasn't for, if it wasn't for ESPN. Not just in terms of like, people know who I am, whatever, but like Rachel Nichols and Dan Lebitard and Jamel Hill and Bomani Jones and Dominique Foxworth and Pablo. Like, all the, I know these motherfuckers because I work there. That's the only reason. If I didn't work there, the chances are I wouldn't have known any of them. So mm-hmm. to me, that like if you get laid off, like the first thing you got to think to yourself is like, okay, what did I walk away with? What did I walk away with? Like connection wise and all that. And number two, man, just like I kind of really believe that if you're a good, decent person, you're hardworking, shit works out. It, it, maybe not immediately, but somehow it works out. Yeah. Um, I knew prior to, right? So it wasn't like a shock. Right. You know what I mean? And I've, I've been there four years. So my thing is, it's kind of like, clearly you like the safety net. You love the safety net. It's like, cool, I know it's coming, blah, blah, blah. But in this particular situation, like you said, when you're in a particular, if you do good work and people actually like you and do all these other things, you're going to build the network. You got the idea to like be um in the situation to have options and i think the weird standpoint for me in this situation is do i actually want to go work for somebody again or do i want to build it myself and i'm hearing motherfuckers that really respect me in this space that were were up there like dog you got the most access ever just do this shit on your own you know what i'm saying like but it's also in like you know Media days tomorrow. Do I want to get up and go to media day tomorrow? Do I want to work and cover 82 games? Do I want to do playoffs? Do I want to do summer league? This is my first break in four years. Do I really want to be involved in sports? And that's a question I got to ask myself, but it was interesting to even have those type of options. Now, granted, I still got my other gig. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asked out in the words of Martin, but particular in this situation, I was reading all the comments and I was just like, I was cool until I read it. And I was like, fuck. You got emotional? I felt something. You no, bitch I, I, ass I, nigga, you got emotional. I was, I was more so like, <laughs> I was more so feeling like an uncertainty. All my confidence was kind of like weird. Cause I was in a space of like, do I jump out on my own or do I wait? and just join somebody. Now, I can't say that my phone ain't been ringing, 
Motherfuckers want me to get to work tomorrow. But, and that's a good thing. But I don't know. I don't know yet. And I think that's a good problem to have. But yeah, that shit hurt my stomach. Because it's just kind of like, I kind of want to do my own shit. I, 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 this is what I'm going to say to you, man. I think you are very uniquely equipped to do your own shit. Um, now, what is your own shit? That's the question. Yeah. Right? Like, do your own shit? Yes, I believe you could do it. Like you said, you're connected enough. You're, you're enough of a name. Your, your day job, so to speak, also affords you more access and more insight and more background that most niggas trying to do their own shit, they don't have yeah. those privileges, right? But I, the only thing I would say is, like, you got to figure out what that shit is. Yeah. And I'm not trying to rush it either. Yeah. But I also look at it like, I'm trying to get it before the start of the season. So that's my thing. Cause I really want to do NBA. And I'm like, all right, nigga. Hmm. So yeah, that's that's all. But I really wanted to be very uh transparent, vulnerable, ask y'all questions because there's a lot of people dealing with layoffs. Unfortunately, it's this time of the year. A lot of people kind of lost trying to figure out what they can, you know, what they have to do. And uh, I think it's super helpful for people to hear our words and understand that, you know, nothing for certain, nigga, even bomb, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? We like this shit, but like, ain't nothing guaranteed. Like I mean said, you take what you take and you have to go into the mentality that you aren't your job, but you aren't going to do this shit forever. So. Right. Yeah. And I want to follow up like what I was saying too, because it's Mm -hmm. like, I obviously have bounced back from all of those situations. So it's like, even in the worst like to your next spiral <laughs> right but but that's the thing like and somebody gave me this quote you know it's like i don't know if it's a bible quote or what you attribute it to but it's like this too shall pass mm-hmm. you know and if you look at life through the through the lens of that i think actually tom hanks said it in like one of those round tables uh he was like talking to a bunch of actors and shit and talking about life and was like that you know how you look at highs and lows it's like when you high high it's like that's only gonna last for so long. And when you low, low, that's only gonna last for so long. So like, you know, get your feelings out, do your shit, but you know, who you are, like that's really gonna dictate where you are. So just be a hustler, be a grinder and get on your shit. Amen. Amen. End it on that one. Cause I don't yep. know what else to say. Pastor Jay. All right, that's going to do it for us here at Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. For Juju Gotti, for Trey Edwards, for Jason Madison, for John Gervais, I'm Amino Hassan. Tell you to stay black, motherfucker.